You are listening to a Nerd Room podcast production. We the Nerd. Bunch of nerds. It's late June 2007 in Los Angeles, California. Iron Man is in its waning days of principal photography. John Favreau and a skeleton production crew calmly await the arrival of Samuel L. Jackson onto the dimly lit Stark Mansion interior set at Hughes Company's sound stages. Jackson is there to film a secret cameo scene as Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., a comic book character whose likeness was ironically modeled after Samuel L. Jackson just five years prior in 2002's Marvel's Ultimate Comic Series. One of the things in the first Iron Man movie was the post-credits sequence. Yes. That now affects all of us in that, like, you know, you can't go to the bathroom That's right. uh, after the movie. You have to wait. And then on the rare occasion that there's no post-credits sequence, you're mad. That's but... right. That's right. <laughs> we did it. Right. We had it with Sam Jackson right. as Nick Fury. Right. And that was a top-secret shoot. We had to do that, like, on a day off. Sam Jackson came in the eye patch on the, the leather jacket and, and just having him on the set. And he's like a real geek. He loves comic book culture and sci-fi. And, and so he was there and I was directing him. That's John Favreau, director of Iron Man, in a March 2023 interview recounting his experiences from the 2007 set of Iron Man. After his arrival, Sam Jackson would be led to the soundstage shortly after donning the iconic Nick Fury eye patch. The future Marvel mainstay would wrap his cameo role in just under an hour and a half, completing what is arguably the most important post-credit scene in comic book movie history. I am Iron Man. You think you're the only superhero in the world? Mr. Stark, you become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Who the hell are you? Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Huh. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. This scene was originally conceived by John Favreau and Kevin Feige during the production of Iron Man, as what John Favreau called in a 2018 interview, a lark, a wink and a nod to the audience. Filmed without the foresight of what the MCU would become, the scene would unintentionally lay the groundwork for establishing a new status quo for audience expectations and also popularize the post-credit scene as a way of teasing and connecting future in-universe stories. I'm Tim from the Nerd Room Podcast, and this is the history of comic book movies. On this episode, we're looking back at the evolution of the post-credit scene across the five films that made them synonymous with comic book movies and transformed the level of audience engagement beyond anything seen before. Marvel Studios certainly didn't invent the post-credit scene, not by a long shot. The concept dates back decades, and Iron Man wasn't even the first Marvel film to have one. See the resurrection of Charles Xavier in 2006's X-Men The Last Stand as one example. Marvel was just simply the first to use the post credit scene as an effective tool to spark opening weekend word-of-the-mouth discussions about the next story to be told. 
The original inspiration for the MCU's post-credit scenes would come from an unlikely source, 1986's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. With Kevin Feige calling the post-credit scene in which Matthew Broderick's titular character emerges in his bathrobe to tell the audiences to go home, the greatest thing in the world, and like a little reward for sitting through the credits. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. This scene would be spoofed in a post credit scene from 2016's Deadpool, and would also have homage paid to its director, John Hughes, with the Captain America post credit scene in 2017's Spider-Man Homecoming. On May 5th, 2008, just three days after the domestic release of Iron Man, and in the wake of its massive critical and box office success, Marvel announced its next four upcoming films, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and The Avengers. During this earnings call, David Maisel, the often forgotten architect and founding chairman of Marvel Studios, let it slip that Thor would actually be introduced in Iron Man 2, and that the Captain America movie would lead directly into The Avengers. This tease would ultimately come to fruition through a series of post-credit scenes that paved the way for audiences to directly connect seemingly unconnected stories. As Marvel closed out May with the runaway success that was Iron Man, their momentum and focus would shift to the next Avenger with the debut of The Incredible Hulk on June 13th, 2008. This is where audiences would get a glimpse at the next MCU puzzle piece with Tony Stark appearing in a scene with General Ross, offering to help with the Hulk. I hate to say I told you so, General, but that super soldier program was put on ice for a reason. I've always felt that hardware was much more reliable. Star. General. You always wear such nice suits. Touche. I hear you have an unusual problem. You should talk. You should listen. What if I told you we were putting a team together? Who's we? In a roundtable interview from February of 2010, William Hurt, the actor who played General Ross, would go on to say this about the scene. We improv that. The entire scene had no lines written down. So we could actually go, okay, who do you think my character is? And what would he say next? I haven't a clue. Let's have a shot at it. With the MCU in its infancy, it's no surprise that the scene didn't have a long-term purpose other than something fun for the audience. It technically isn't even a post credit scene and ultimately doesn't really amount to much. So much so that it is later retconned by a Marvel one-shot, The Consultant. But where it fails to meet the criteria of a post credit scene, both in placement and story relevance, it succeeded in showing the audience that these two films existed in the same universe. Audiences would have to wait almost two years for the next MCU film, with Iron Man 2 arriving in theaters on May 7th, 2010. Thor wouldn't make his debut in Iron Man 2, as teased by David Maisel in 2008, but a post credit scene would introduce the iconic Asgardian weapon Mjolnir, 
which would more intimately tie Iron Man and Iron Man 2 to Thor through S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Coulson. So, we found it. This scene was handpicked by Kevin Feige after reading a draft of Thor's script. He read the line, Sir, we found it, and exclaimed, Oh, that's the tag. He would have this scene moved up into the early days of Thor's production, so it could be used as a post credit scene in Iron Man 2. This would be the first time Marvel was seemingly deliberate in their selection and development of a post credit scene. They not only planned it, but would take advantage of concurrent production and use a scene directly out of the next film. This would also establish the post credit scene model for the rest of Phase 1, in that it would be used to directly tease the next film in the release slate. This model wouldn't exclusively survive past the Avengers, but in the moment it doubled down on the concept and importance of the post credit scene, with audiences fully buying in. The arrival of 2011 could be earmarked as one of the most significant periods for Marvel Studios. With the production of the Avengers beginning on April 25th, and both Thor and Captain America the First Avenger debuting inside the traditionally competitive summer movie season. A story about a god and a World War II period piece? How is that going to work? Well, the post credit scenes would play an integral role in helping the audiences make the leaps between these films and the inevitability that was the Avengers. If the Iron Man Nick Fury scene is the most important for the genre, then the Thor post credit scene is the most important for Phase 1. Legend tells us one thing, history another. But every now and then we find something that belongs to both. What is it? Power, Doctor. If we can figure out how to tap it, maybe unlimited power. That's worth a look. Clocking in as one of the longest post-credit scenes in the MCU, it lays a lot of groundwork in just over 90 seconds, including Nick Fury's third appearance, re-establishing Loki as an MCU villain, and introducing the Tesseract, which would become a long-standing MCU MacGuffin and eventual Infinity Stone, which would also be seen in Marvel's next film, Captain America, The First Avenger. In just a short three years' time, the post-credit scene had become an integral piece of the MCU's It's All Connected narrative. With a captivated audience in less than a year until the ultimate crossover event, Marvel again took advantage of early production scenes to tease the next chapter of the story. Just over four years after walking onto the set of Iron Man 1, Samuel L. Jackson would make his fourth appearance as Nick Fury in the post-credit scenes of the first Avenger, to once again show us that we are part of a bigger universe. Trouble sleeping? You here with a mission, sir? I am. Trying to get me back in the world? Trying to save it. Marvel would also go on to up the ante in this post-credit scene by showing the first and only post-credit trailer to ever follow an MCU film. It was for the Avengers. Smashing the records. The Avengers raked in more than $200 million in the US over its opening weekend. 
That's more than the previous best, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which opened in July last year at 169 million. 2012's The Avengers became the first film to assemble over $200 million in its opening weekend at the domestic box office. The unprecedented success of The Avengers can be attributed to a slew of factors, but the interconnected nature of the story and years of audience investment are two of the difference makers. The foundation for the success was laid by the post credit scenes, completely transforming how audiences anticipated, engaged, and ultimately consumed franchise films. In what started as a subtle easter egg developed by two diehard comic book fans had turned into one of the most significant marketing tools in the history of the film industry. How else could you get the biggest domestic audience of all time, leaving the theaters asking one question? Who is the purple guy at the end of the Avengers? Thank you for joining me on this journey through comic book movie history with this look at the evolution of the post-credits scene. Find more from The Nerd Room at thenerdroom.net or connect with me on Twitter at TheNerdRM. See you next time. Are you still here? I wondered how many of you would stick around for the post-credits of a podcast about post-credit scenes. Good on you. We'll have your ears and undivided attention, because you're not multitasking, are you? Anyways, if you like this new podcast style from the Nerd Room, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll see you around. Okay, time for our next podcast. <laughs>